morning. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Tom Petrovsky. I'm a market analyst at Comsec. Welcome to the Comsec Morning Podcast. Well, as far as the trend for stocks is concerned in Northern Hemisphere trade, sellers were able to hold sway on both sides of the Atlantic. Where Wall Street is concerned, we've got about an hour of trade to go. And uh, all of the th- uh, three indices that we tend to look at uh, are under pressure. Uh, the broader U.S. market down by around 0.2 of a percent. The top 30 U.S. stocks as a group are down by 0.6 of a percent. And the technology benchmark uh, is just in positive territory at this stage. But it's been a fairly mixed affair as far as uh, corporate and economic news is concerned. But by and large, the economic readings that we saw last night, and there were quite a few of them, uh, tended to show moderating trends. So Uh, Bear with me as I move through the list. There's quite a few of them to get through. Wholesale inventories for the month of January were down by 0.4 of a percent. So that was well below the gain of 0.1 of a percent that the market was expecting. The Case Schiller Group released its measure of home prices uh, and they fell uh, by point, that index fell rather by 0.9 of a percent. So uh, that was well below what the market was expecting of 0.7 of a percent for the month of December. The conference board uh, released its measure of consumer confidence and that measure fell from 106 to 102.9 in February. So again, below the market's expectations. The Chicago PMI figures, an important benchmark when it comes to manufacturing activity in the northeast of the US. It's a proxy for what's happening in that general geographic region. Uh, That measure uh, fell once again for the sixth consecutive month, uh, falling from 44.3 to 43.6. Again, below the market's expectations. Another measure of manufacturing activity, the Richmond Fed factory index was down from uh, minus 11 to minus 16, again, uh, below the market's expectations. So uh, the flavor for that, uh, pretty clear to to understand. Uh, And what we tended to see as far as interest rate markets were concerned as a consequence, uh, we saw them press the upper bound of their recent range. In the case of a 10-year Treasury note, they're still trying to test that area around 4% in terms of the yield for a 10-year government bond. Uh, but given the weight of poor economic news or poorer than expected, uh, we saw yields move uh, a little bit lower off their highs. And uh, ultimately, in terms of the session, not vastly changed. But I suppose it's telling that you saw those yields test those higher uh, levels and then uh, were essentially rejected from them. So in the case of a two-year Treasury note, uh, again, that upper bound was around 4.83 in yield terms, uh, but then the uh, yield settled closer to 4.79%, uh, which was around the uh, lower point of the range as far as the session was concerned. So uh, elsewhere, just worth pointing out the performance of the broader U.S. market. In the last 10 days, uh, it has fallen by around 5%. Uh, it's been able to recover some ground off its recent lows that it struck a couple of days ago. It's up by about a percent off those lows. But uh, importantly, in month-to-date terms, the broader U.S. market down by around two and a quarter percent. So uh, that is, uh, I suppose, a disappointing outcome when you consider that the market started off quite well in the early part of the month. Uh, the uh, index was up by around 3%. It tended to hold on to that area uh, until the middle part of the month and then slowly started losing ga- uh, losing its early gains and then uh, started 
uh, erasing those gains and posting negatives for the month. And uh, that discussion around interest rates remaining higher or at least for longer and then the uh, latest outcomes in relation to inflation uh, that saw those yields soar uh, was what just put the skids under the uh, US stock market in general as far as the last uh, couple of days of the month were concerned. So uh, the most improved or the best performers over the course of the month were uh, autos, insurers, construction, uh, semiconductors and healthcare stocks tended to outperform. Uh, Over the course of the month that move higher in US government bond yields uh, saw the US dollar surge and that put uh, un, uh, under pressure, the more commodity-oriented sectors. So uh, gold stocks were amongst the worst performers in addition to energy stocks as well. We've seen the US dollar rally the most part of around 4% over the course of the month thanks to those soaring bond yields. So as far as the European experience is concerned, one of the highlights this week will be the release of uh, Eurozone inflation numbers in the next day. But last night we saw inflation figures out of France and Spain and they uh, were at new multi-decade highs. So in the month of February, we saw French inflation rise to 7.2% of the headline from 7%, Spanish inflation from 59 to 6.1%. So that argument around the potential for moderation or, or declines in the near term was certainly marginalized as a result. Uh, and that has now uh, put a bit of a pall over the expectations for Eurozone inflation for the month of February. There were expectations that it would moderate from that 8.6 level to 8.1%, uh, but that remains to be seen. And compounding this uh, narrative around inflation, a private research group called Cantor uh, showed, uh, revealed that we have seen a soaring food inflation in the UK in particular, up by uh, close to 17%. Uh, and that has been a big uh, issue for households to contend with. It's, uh, re- research shows that the consumer behavior patterns are very much gravitating towards conservative uh, spending patterns. Probably no surprise there. And there was a myriad of uh, outcomes that they highlighted in terms of what households are doing to save in relation to their budgets, including switching to cheaper own label brands at supermarkets. So that's probably not entirely uh News to, to anyone that has been uh, out shopping lately in terms of their supermarket experience. It's uh, just one of the ways that the consumer is trying to game this higher inflation environment at the moment. But in any case, uh, US stocks, a big pardon, European stocks were lower across the board. Uh, we had the UK benchmark down by around three quarters of a percent. The French market down 0.4% and the German market fell by around 0.1%. So what we tended to see last night in currency land was that uh, most currencies tended to moderate uh, against the US dollar. Uh, The Aussie dollar has ceded some ground against the greenback. It's back to around uh, 67.3 US cents. Uh, We did see uh, commodity prices do a little bit better last night compared to what they've done in recent times. Brent crude oil up by 1.7% or $1.44 to $83.89 US a barrel. Gold futures slightly firmer as well, up by around 0.6% or $11.80 to $1,836 US dollars per ounce. Iron ore futures largely flat in their most recent session, settling at $125.75 US per tonne. As far as today's session is concerned, well, one of the highlights will be the release of Chinese factory and services measures in 
uh, obviously China. That will be very important to look at uh, at a time of moderating growth in the global picture. Investors are looking to China uh, to lend a hand in terms of that reopening story. So that's something to consider. Uh, and as I said, the uh, Aussie dollar losing a little bit of ground compared to that strength that we've seen for the US dollar, uh, 67.3 US cents. Have a great day.